prospect news and analysis. This is Hockey Prospect Radio with Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We're back on Hockey Prospect Radio, brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting. We are continuing to talk about the 2024 NHL Draft with Jason Buchla, Brad, and myself. Buchs, I want your thoughts on Anton Siliev. You know, I, I think back of last year's draft and the discussion about the Russians and the Russian factor, and I said, I don't think it should matter. You take the talent because you have to look at four years down the road, maybe five, depending on the player. I mean, he could come a little bit sooner, but – how often can you find a, a defenseman who's six seven, two hundred pounds, has mobility, has hockey sense, and can you know move the puck intelligently? Well, that's you know good luck with that, right? Like that's a, it might be once every ten years. So from your perspective, what do you think of the player, and you know where do you currently have have him in terms of your overall list? Because every team is just dying for guys who can play like this and play in your top three. Yeah. He's going to be a top five pick top six pick, I believe for sure. Um, I mean, it's going to, you know, some teams are going to flip flop. Part of the reason is going to be because of the Russian factor, as you just pointed out, but let's just talk about the player himself. Like imagine he's playing for the uh, medicine at Tigers this year. Just imagine this. This guy's a freak of nature. Like he literally is a freak of nature. He's, He's a giant. His agility, mobility, his skating stride for somebody that big is it's elite. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like this kid's an elite skater. So, um, you know, obviously it takes less time for him to get from A to B defensively to take away time and space. Even if he's not leaning on somebody, his reach, his, uh, his, uh, his wingspan, if you will, like this is just a giant. When he gets over here to play in North America, it's even going to be more pronounced, isn't it? Because of less ice to cover. So um, he's uh, responsible with the puck. I don't. He had some offense to him at the beginning of the year. That's fallen off. I don't really care. If he gives me offense, that's a bonus. This is a matchup guy. Imagine he played with somebody like uh, a Quinn Hughes, for example. You know, and you know, you think of guys like Zadorov that the Vancouver Canucks picked up, big, big Russian giant. This guy is not physical like that twice a skater if you can believe it and he's way way better with the puck his efficiency with the puck moving the puck making the right play uh, i would say 99 percent of the time is is fantastic and he plays at a high level already we'll see about the russian factor you're right that four-year window you know with that overseas draft you know european kids four years um you know i, I i'm not shy about it he's the best player in the slot uh, I would definitely, uh, if he's my guy in that, I'm, I'm drafting him and I'm, uh, I'm going to see where it goes. I think he's going to be over here. One, one question I have for you about him, Jason, I totally agree with you. I, I think he's one of the most projectable shutdown defensemen I've literally ever scouted. Do, do you, have you ever seen a 17-year-old defenseman ever more assertive than him in a pro league, let alone the KHL? I, I haven't. It's unbelievable. Yeah, no, like it's he's got he's got real good hockey sense, spatial awareness. Like when he does things, like he'll close on a guy, and then he's already forward thinking. As it like, I want people who's listening to this as a defensive defenseman. There's some guys that are hammers that are defensive defensemen. They'll close on their opponent, and then there's a pause in what do I do next? Like where do I belong? Type thing. This kid's the exact opposite. So like on the penalty kill. If he tracks up the wall and he forces them to try and make a play and they go low to high, he'll follow it out trying to create a turnover. But then he's so quick to recognize, I got to get back somewhere else and defend. And his skating allows him to do that. 
He's assertive. He's smart. He's big. He's long. I mean, honestly, if he was playing in North America, uh, I think he'd probably be the third overall, no doubt, but we'll see where it goes. Let's talk about Zane Parrick. It's such an interesting, he's such an interesting player. It's too bad he isn't a little bit taller. Because, you know, you talk about that six-foot defenseman, you know, who is around 195, 200 pounds, but then you look at that offensive capability and you go, well, you know, what do you, like, you're trying to balance all this offensive talent with where where does he fit in the NHL? Is he just strictly that power play specialist offensive dynamo? Or is there enough tools in there when he's 23 that he's going to fit in the play in a, a bunch of situations for a coach? Yeah, it's going to be situational. It might be a slow burn because he's going to be such a high draft. It's going to depend on where that team is in their evolution, if you will. Yeah. You know, if he gets if he gets into a retooling team, rebuilding team, it's going to take him a little bit longer for his identity to uh, impact the game um, consistently, just because of his surrounding, if you will. If you understand, like he's going to if 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 he's surrounded by a little bit more veteran presence, he's going to be better off. I'll put it to you that way. But listen, guys. This kid is an elite offensive player. Like he, he's got an elite. I have no issues with his size. Um, he's an area defender. He's plenty smart. He'll jump the plays to to kill plays defensively. Eight times out of ten, definitely ahead of uh, an opponent. The other two times, he's going to have to battle, and that's where sometimes if the physical element comes into it, he's going to be at a at a you know a disadvantage. But offensively, power play quarterback, probably first unit power play quarterback. Uh, understated shot, uh, really driven, really competitive. Um, you know, like, I don't know. He, he's a new breed defenseman that's uh, – there's room for these guys in the league. Uh, but make no mistake, make no mistake, his element is obviously offense. As I trip all Would over you consider- <laughs> Sorry. Would you consider him uh, one of the more polarizing players in the draft? I feel like one scout I'll talk to thinks top 10, another scout I talk to thinks n- n- they don't want anything to him. Where, where, where right. do you see it? Do you feel, yeah, do you no, feel like he's no. polarizing? No, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, there might have been a time I, I felt like that, but uh, at this stage, no, I, I feel like I identify his strengths. His strengths definitely trump his weaknesses. And I don't think that his weaknesses are so far concerning that uh, that they're going to be uh, hurting my NHL roster. So I'm uh, I'm good with him. Now, I'm really interested to get your thoughts. And I know, you know, we sat together at the top prospects game, but I, I want to hear what you think about Carter Yakmachuk because he was a player that I think really benefited benefited from the time off of COVID. It's just opportunity for him to become a better skater, more athletic, um, needed to train uh, because he was growing into his body. You know, those big guys, when they, they get a growth spurt, there's some awkwardness in it. Uh, how do you think he's played out from you know the beginning of this season now, especially, you know, moving towards the draft? Well, he's no doubt one of the biggest risers in this draft class. Um, you know, even at the pro- – like, listen, the prospects game can be a trap. We all know that. You can't – you know, some great players have not had good games and then other kids have had, you know, uh, exceptional games and they're kind of in the middle of the draft. So you have to put it in perspective. He was awesome that night. It's a CHL top prospects game. For me, he was the best player on the ice. Um, you just hit it right on the head. He has a couple things going for him, his birth date, and then the fact that uh, during the year off, he, he's clearly put in the work. Um, 
So here you got a, a big rangy right shot D. Like how valuable are these guys when they arrive at the NHL? People are jumping over themselves to get these guys. Um, at worst, secondary offense, uh, potentially better than that. Size, range, great skater, crafty with the puck. Holy jumping. This kid makes plays. Despite his length, if you will, with his size, like off the rush or even on the offensive blue line, he'll spin off a guy or he'll bring a check close to his body and he'll make a play in tight, if you know what I mean, like close to his skates and stuff. And that's hard to do when you're six foot three and you're playing with probably the longest stick that you can play with. So um, I like this kid a lot. I think that he's got a ton of upside. He's a guy to keep an eye on. Don't be surprised to see uh, him go a lot higher than where he's ranked right now. Uh, universally on draft ranking boards uh, with all of our colleagues. Uh, one of my stylistic comparisons for him is a larger shoot first version of Denton Medichuk. Would you agree or disagree? You see some similarities there? Yeah. I mean, that's a good one. Um, you know, he's, he's, yeah, I would say shoot first. I can't really think of a comparison. Like uh, I'm trying to think of right shot comparison here. Uh, what's his name? Who's playing in, um, in uh, Chicago right now from Seattle there, the defenseman play for team Korchinski. Canada. So yeah. Korchinski, yeah. think right shot Korchinski, uh, but more elusive. Like korchinski has got kind of a unusual stride. He gets everywhere he's got to go, but uh, this guy's upside is, uh, is similar, uh, but better, I believe than, than even Korchinski. It's interesting to see. And we talked about this in the beginning of the season of how many defensemen were going to late hard charge after Christmas and how that was going to impact the final boards. And then we're starting to see that is that's what everybody, when I talk to people and I go, Oh, what's on the boards here. I'm like, Hey, look, until it's after Christmas and the defense start like really, you know, coming down the, the, the train, the freight train, you know, I don't know what it's going to look like. So, and I think he's one of them. I mean, the defense we've talked about, all three of them are going to charge late. And I think it's going to impact where people really have them. And sometimes we forget until we get into the play, until the NHL playoffs hit how valuable defensemen are. So, you know, they're going to go up the list, whether we want them to or not. So Jason, once again, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate the insight and uh, we should probably take off, take a break and stay tuned for hour two. We'll be back right after this. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential, but all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. 
Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at FractalHockey.com.